You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. As always, brought to you by the wonderful folks at Grasshopper, ghbuds.com. For all your recreational and medicinal needs, you know where to go or they'll come to you. And best of all, Emo Brown Social Club members, 15% off. How do you get it? Show that card. But if that card don't clap, Esteban. That shit's whack. Hey, I'm a little slow post-COVID and, uh, you know, getting, getting, getting back into the swing of things. See you, mentioned, you, you just know, came off the DL list. I haven't so. been talking as much. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take me a little bit to wet the whistle mm. and big excitement today, you know. I want, uh, above and beyond everything else, uh, thank you, Maigrito, for letting us be a part of this thing yeah, of yours and introducing it. you to this thing of ours. But today, more importantly... We got royalty. Bro, we got the fucking highest ranking police officer who is of Mexican descent. And I won't say how much it cost me, but I now have a get out of jail free card in my pocket. Ladies and gentlemen, David Hoyos, Lieutenant David Hoyos. (laughs) All right, enough with that. As you Let's like to, pay the bills with these Patreon Social Club up members. Up to 118, man. Thank y'all. We can't do this without you, realistically. Let's start. Willie Ruiz, Tony Marroquin, David, Jose Uribe, Liz Lopez. I'm going to do my best not to interrupt you. And you just did. Abrea oh. Espinosa, Diego Luna, Ernesto Quintero, Eric Navarro, Terry Kyvers, Tony Yu. Sonia, Sarah Stoll, Cesar Fernandez, C5, Jose Fernandez, Robert Betancourt, Bianca Belmonte, Martin Casas, Mason Inocentes, Sir Alex Rivera, Matthew Acavaria. Glory, glory, man, United. Roxanne, oh man, I don't even talk about soccer right now. Theo Collins, Omar Sanchez, That's Abby Hellbron, what up, my girl? Brian Vaughn, my G, Rick Romero, Elias Delgado, the getaway, Bottle Rocket, what up? There you Eric go. Eric Ruiz, <laughs> Maddie, Juan, Charlie Bucket, what up? Willie Wong is in the house. Arcadio Mora, JC1. Grandpa Joe is one lazy son of a Morgan. <laughs> Pablo Cacahuatis, BJ Tesbera, man, I see you slaying it everywhere. Mike BB, you're back on the East Coast. This guy came to Denver and he's back. <laughs> Evelyn Bernardi, LJP, Nicholas M. Coker, Giovanni Correa. Muchas gracias for all you do. Tacos Vaquero, Ben Bikes for Beer, Exus123, Felipe Meraz Jr., Tony Watt, Maggie Brennan. If this sounds long, it's because it's long. Beatriz Uribe, Chef Claudia Sandoval. To the new season of MasterChef. When does that start? I believe February 8th or 10th. I don't remember the exact name. Viewing party. Valeria Tapia and page two is loading Mikey Ferrar, my boy, Justin Seleska, Aaron Hill, Matt Lawson, April Enrique Montalvo. Her- I don't hear David Oyo's name. Let's I'm praying, <laughs> I'm lighting a candle that he didn't cancel his subscription. Let's give it up. Erica, going. the party, planner, Mendoza, Alberto Arguire, Osvaldo Perez, Kevin Lewis, Michelin, Oscar Uribe, Giovanni, Adrian Eduelo, Marino Gomez, Israel Castillo, is not es que pasa muskies, Daniel Angeles. Welcome Serena to the three 
Salmon Family Muskies. Brandon Sal Maldonado, Josh Dexter, Ricardo Islas, El Dicky Islands, Aisha Ali, Bridget Utria, Eranaya, Carla Caro, Hector Barra, TK Odelli, Sarah Salas, Liquor Congratulations Store, on your storefront, TK Odelli. Yeah, huge. Sonia Baca, Robert Laura, Denise Moreno, Harry Jimenez, Antonio Brito, Angel Fish Hernandez, Scott Donahue, Still Steve waiting for David Oyos. Champ, Juarez, Ben Damas, Jeff Lozano, Oscar, Kimo. Fernando Oldoyo Arce, Ranching with Ramos, Alix, Samantha Reina, Paul Costello, Jay Escobar, Lieutenant David Oyo. Your highest ranking Mexican in all of the land. Your BFF, our VP, Gustavo Gonzalez Jr., Jason Holleran, Daniel Rodriguez, Christian Moreno, Rodrigo, Fernanda Jasvera, Amy Ernesto Moreno, Prius Makes Me Puke, Junior Sierra. If this list sounds long, it's because it's long. CT2SD, Gavin, I love you, Tom Phillips, Veronica Rocha, Alex Aguilar, John, the Italian Mesochero, Cesar Torres, Estela, Davila, Ruben, Lopez, Fien. From newest to oldest, from oldest to newest, it's all the same. David Hoyos, it's always awesome to hear your name on that list. I don't know why you're on there. I don't know if you're doing some sort of like incognito behind the scenes observation of the social club. Mm. I know that our numbers are growing in the social mm. club and I don't know if we're affiliated as a gang. Mm. We'll get into that later on in the question portion of this. Welcome, Metiche Monday. I don't know if you're familiar with how this works. We have guests that have come on in the past mm. and have left a little something to be desired. People have questions. We will address those questions. We will get into all of those questions. Hopefully you are brave enough to tackle these questions and answer them. I've had you on here twice before. I know how you operate. I know how you dance. I know how you're diplomatic. Before we get into anything else, I want to recap. I want a recap of your winter formal event, bro, with the police association. Wow. Tell me a little bit about that and how I got invited and why certain members of the community... Got upset at me for being invited and not them. David Hoyos. It clacks. That means it's not <laughs> whack. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> uh, who got upset with you? Dude, uh, uh, I, I, I even made a little clip. Fucking Caesar Nenden is like, I'll put it out there again. Because he was like, how'd you get an invite? I was like, damn, homie. This is a little, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for inviting wifey and I. It was nice to see you guys in your element and doing what you do. Yeah, you know, we use that uh, Christmas party to help kind of celebrate the year, re- reward our uh, our members mm-hmm. um, for uh, for their, their year of, of hard work. And we also use that event to celebrate, you know, those who support us. Steve, that's why you got an invite. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. You support us, man. You've, get, you've cut in us checks for things that we've done here in the community. We've learned a lot of what we do from you guys. And I appreciate that. We, uh, well, we appreciate you guys. You know, it's a partnership. <laughs> Look at this appreciation. So much appreciation in this room. Yeah, no doubt. We, uh, we also use that event to, uh, to hobnob with our city mm-hmm. officials. I, uh, see, city, I seen that in the flesh. City council, city manager. We invite everybody. A lot of squirming around. Dog. A, lot yeah. of sl- a lot of slippery, slimy looking conversations. I seen a lot of handshakes, some hugs, some notes being passed. That like, was only at the table that you were sitting with. With you. Shit. I saw a lot of these rumor, future. Dude. Rumor has it he didn't leave his table. Mm. Can't confirm. Mm. I, I can confirm he sat. Bro, I was nervous. <laughs> He was shaking. I was nervous. These are the these are the these are the leaders of my community. 
the community in which I'm raising my fucking family. So I was like, I was on my best behavior. I was high as fuck, but I was on my best <laughs> behavior and I was just sitting there and I was like, hey, Steve, go get a drink. I was like, no. Hey, Steve, go check out our ice bar. I was like, no, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, the ice bar looks really nice for me. Dude, they have whiskeys. They're doing shots. I was the fucking police officers doing cake stands. I saw somebody doing the electric slide. I was like, holy crap, what's going on here? I was like, I was just maintaining, doing my thing. Posted. But awesome. It was awesome to, you know, sit down, meet your wife, hang out with Daryl, meet his, see his wife all over again, meet some of the future potential leaders of this community. It's a business, bro. There, there's, there's a whole thing. I'll tell you what. You guys know how to party? But the New York Police Department does a little better at their Christmas parties, if you know what I'm saying. Whoa. Yeah, we didn't, I don't, I hope we, we didn't make the internet at our party. <laughs> I'm going to put a clip of that just in case I lost people. Right. Damn, yeah. Marriages were ruined. <laughs> and then we're back at square one. Yeah, no, it was a great time. And we were, uh, you know, we, we had a good time. And uh, all, I think all of our guests had a great time. Um, you were scared? Yeah, I was nervous. You left early? I did. Uh, I did, I did, I did. But we were thankful that you showed up. We had babysitters, bro. I mean, we have kids now. We can't just party all night long. We waited until like 11. So it was like, it was late for, it's late for us. After a certain hour, I turn into a fucking pumpkin dog. And, and especially if I'm north of the 54, a pumpkin without GPS. I'm like, where am I going? I don't know how, like, I, I just got to find my way home. Well, we were honored to have you there. <sighs> it's an honor to be around privileged people like yourselves. You guys know how to expunge records and do away with oh with shit, tickets. Case, yeah, bro. I don't care. This is third time on here. Act you like know I don't my know. Lawyers cost me, and I could have just come to you this entire time. <laughs> God damn it, Oils. What else do we got? I've been gone for a while. I've been away from the scene. I've been uh, locked up in the house with my two boys. The third one, I have three little boys mm. and the wife. They were not COVID Calm positive, down, bro. Right. They were not COVID positive. Wow. So what does that mean? That means my sons and myself that were positive hung out at home. Mm. Wifey and my youngest, Ollie, were at my mother-in-law's house. Mm. So it was eight days of us just kind of trudging along, bachelor lifestyle, video games, homework, eating, sleeping, hanging out, repeat all day long for 24 hours straight, eight days. Sounds glorious. I had a great time. It was a time to bond with my boys and like legitimately disconnect from the world, man. I didn't do shit. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. I watched new shows. I, I did a lot of cool things at home, but yeah, I, I kind of got a little... uh believe the term is cabin fever because we only went outside to like hang out with the dog in the yard we played it by the rules we didn't go anywhere mm. we didn't do anything so it, it was fun and it was awesome but the covid part didn't really fuck with us i got no no symptoms i got zero zero things zero issues knock on wood i don't know if it's because i'm vaccinated and i'm boosted but it is what it is and we came out the other side other side smelling like floors we do Little smell flowers, wonderful today. You know? you. That is flowers, to be precise. What has been going on in your world? A little bit of the same, man. You know, daughter got hit with it. She was quarantined with her mom, then came over, and I got hit with it. Did she it. get it at school? No, nah, she got it from her mom. Her kids got it at school. Yeah. Yeah, no. Megan, my ex-wife, got it from school and yeah. passing along to Natasha. Yeah. I think but school we'll, is, they got to shut it down. <laughs> Yeah, well, right, don't even bro. joke about that, man. Some of the arguments that have been happening throughout, uh, at least up in the Escondido Union District, have been yeah. about what are we doing? Do we call this quits? Do we go back to distance learning at least for a month? And it's just, you know, it's the same fiasco. No one's going to be happy. Can't make everybody happy. That's what I've learned. You know, we are going to make happy. We're going to make a local elementary school happy on our end Ooh. because you know what, man? Sometimes when the bell rings, we'll answer it. With the help of our past guest, Hector, he came on here and started going over what goes on at John Montgomery Elementary here on the west side of Chula Vista. Yeah. They fell upon some troubled financial times. Right. Not 
everything is roses and cherries here in Chula Vista Elementary School District. Three and that's flowers, where, as some would say. <laughs> but sometimes that's where we as uh, community members have to step up and, and help out. And he asked, you know what? We need help sending some of these kids to sixth grade camp. Some of these kids don't have the financial means to make right. it happen. They gave us a number. We said, we can do that. So on Wednesday, we'll be dropping off a check to Montgomery Elementary School. Do you oh, know? Yeah. I mean, and this is all because of the names that you read off. Yeah. You know, including David Oyos, you know, the highest ranking Mexican here in the Chula Vista Police Department. Yep. All of those. Don't I have to stand up and salute him every time you say that? <laughs> bro, I feel, tired, like, bro. I, I feel like it's the only oh, way you got is a, hey, what's yeah. up? Let me, this is David, o Lieutenant David Oyos, highest ranking like, Mexican. He starts playing the Mexican national anthem every time. Bro, like, how does he have that? He embraces it. He look at it. And I just like how he smiles <laughs> back there. Put the donut Arms down, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn. <laughs> I learned from these guys. Yeah. I learned from other leaders in the community, you know, so we're giving back. And again, thanks to the people in the social club, you right. give us the opportunity to give back. So we'll be helping out the kids that weren't able to make it to six week camp, an opportunity now to give everybody them. will be, everybody wins. Look, that's a victory. Yeah. That's a victory for all of us. Bro. Absolutely. I mean, it's why we do what we do, man. We set out to try to accomplish greater good and give back. And we're doing that. And it's just, you know, again, we say it, uh, over and over, but the reality is we're just getting started. Are we still celebrating victories? Because I got a couple more. Fuck it. Let's go with it. Always celebrate. This dog. last past week, uh, I was unable to uh, join you guys. Or no, you didn't go either because you were under the weather. I wasn't mm. able to join the crew to go out and give out the second order of uh, scholarship checks to our scholarship recipients. Yes. Huge thanks, Karen and Ponces, for hosting us. And to the rest of the wonderful squad. That's why there's seven of us, man. Everybody steps Taking up. Taking up the slack. Fortunately, the people that weren't able to make it last time as it relates to scholarship recipients were all there this time. Mm -hmm. So the whole gang was there. From the feedback I got from the members that went, everything went smooth as could possibly be. Everyone is happy. We got a thank you card, bro. Yeah. And I mean, that's for me, that's that fills up the tank. I don't need anything else. Just a nice little thank you. So that's another victory, man. Yeah. These are things that we set out to do and we're accomplishing them with the help of other community leaders like here, El Compita Hoyos and, and, and the Police Officers Association, the homie Daryl Roberts and the Firemen's Association. Right. All of these people that we work with hand in hand, Chula Vista Golf Course. They're a big proponent in what we do. That's the reason and that's the means that we get all this shit done. Yep. The One more victory happened. before we go Same on and talk get shit. Get it to me. Get it to me. Certificate of recognition brought to you. Ooh. Emo Brown Foundation. God. The city of San Diego Damn. presented by Mayor Todd Gloria in recognition soul. of the holiday in the Hills 2021. We were able to give some money back at the end no. of the year last year to uh, pro uh, a little project in Paradise Hills. Chicle brought that to our attention. And we got a fucking certificate from the San Diego mayor letting us know what's up. It's crazy, man. We're going to have to bring him in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you make what, that happen what, or what? Uh, look me again in the eye. Ask me that. Which one? <laughs> one of them looks droopy. He's got like gunk in it. It looks like COVID is spewing <laughs> out of your eyeball. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't look at that eye. Uh, let me look at that eye. Hey, uh, can you get Todd Gloria in here? I'm, I'm a good eye. <laughs> I'm going to put this on the doorknob Jesus right now. We all going under now. He would be an awesome conversation. I would feel unprepared as I do for all of the interviews that come in. Yeah. But we'll somehow make it through the end and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get to the top of this mountain. He stands by his, uh, his upbringing and how he relates to the community. And I'd love to talk to him about some of those things. What an amazing time to be associated with this. David Oyo's Lieutenant David Oyo's highest ranking Mexican in the Chula Vista police department. What a time for you to be around us, bro. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. <laughs> you are truly blessed. Well, let's see more victories. No, this is kind of just like, you know, par for the course, Patreon update. No, I was talking to you about it as yeah, well yeah, earlier. Yeah. Patreon update. We have just inked a uh, arrangement and agreement with Patreon that's going to have them 
take the onus off of us yeah. and fulfill. I think it's going to be like on a six month basis, depending on the tier you're in. We have two tiers. We have a $10 tier. With a $25 tier. What can you afford? You know, you're going to get a shirt, a crew neck, and a card. Right. And we've reached out to pretty much everybody. So at this point, I'm comfortable saying that if you don't have it, it's because you haven't reached out to us. Yeah. Because I've touched hands and, and reached out and be like, hey. on me, I screwed up. Uh, Meg, Megan, no. Maggie Brennanen always and- tells me. <laughs> I said, yo, Brennanen, I can fucking give you your crew neck and your shirt and this and that. She's like, no, it's a matter of principal. I yeah. want Caesar to give it to me. I said, All right, cool. It is, it is what it is. I can do that for you. My boy Maddie gave me shit on an anniversary, man, because I got his shit too. Perfect. So, so long as we know who needs it, we, we know who you are and we're getting it to you. But moving forward for new members, because we see an onslaught of new members coming yeah, this man, year. It's incredible. You guys are going to be handled directly by Patreon. You're mm. still going to get all the same shit that everybody else has. The card, the shirt, the crew, Nick. We'll make sure totally. of that. But in addition to that, you're going to get things that are fulfilled by Patreon. They have some cool shit. You want art pieces by Dickie Islands that come yeah. out, you know, like one-offs? How about yeah. art pieces by Chicle? I don't know if you saw, Ooh. but Chicle came into the brewery over the weekend and dropped dick with Listen, one of the most epic I murals I've seen. averted my eyes when I walked in. I didn't know if that was like the Holy Grail. Am I supposed to look at it? Because that shit is glorious. I don't know. I don't know how much better that guy can get, but it's wonderful you, to see. When you come into the brewery, it's like, you don't know where to look. There's so much good shit. Like, mm, oh my God, mm, the beer list. Mm, awesome. Mm. Oh my God, look at that mural. Awesome. Like David Gain. Awesome. Oh my God, look at this new mural done by Chicle. Oh my God. Awesome. Awesome. It's amazing. Look at the staff. You know what you don't do? Let me tell you what you fucking don't oh, do. Dime, dime, weenie of the week moment, David Oyos. And I want to hear one of your weenie of the meats moment as it relates to police officer duties. But as it relates to our industry, mm. I had an, uh, an encounter with somebody who came in and they were like, you did not give me an industry discount. Fuck your brewery. La, la, la. How normal is this caesar you tell me because i got this on a text like hey man you guys didn't i'm industry and fuck you guys for not the way i feel about it's like if you got to ask for an industry discount it's probably you probably don't deserve it no yo this set off a big discord or discussion on uh the plexus that is a you know facebook group that we all discuss we all ask for different favors regarding hops and malts and sometimes it goes into this stuff and that was a recent topic of conversation with the homie Joey, one of the greatest in this industry at Bine and Vine over there in Normal Heights. Please visit them for all your wine and beer needs regarding industry discounts. And he basically said the same. Like, if you got to ask for it, how much do you deserve it? There was an onslaught of people that came on and said, well, you know, starting off in this industry, especially when you don't make a lot of money, it's tough. He said, great. Had you have asked for it and, you know, how you approach it as opposed to demanding it, there's a difference. There's there's a way you can be tactful about it. Me, man, I've been in this industry long enough. I hate asking for it. Is this, is this how you ask for it? Let me let me know. <clears throat> First off, fuck three punk ales. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see the menu. So I asked to go behind the bar since I couldn't see it. And the bartender said, no. Who goes behind the bar? Who asks to go behind the bar? Yeah, and I'm and sorry see that one of the two menu. menus that are visible Jesus Lord. within your first step to the brewery. This wasn't meant to be a rant so early in the episode, but I've been gone for a week and I'm fucking angry. And now I'm and I'm grouchy. And tell me if this is yeah, man, it's bullshit. Learn the fucking industry practice. And I'm not gonna call this guy out. I had a little talk to him. 
I had, a, I had a little chat with him. I said, hey, bro, I'm going to pull you aside Let and I'm, and I'm going to talk to you. Really. But he's like, learn fucking industry practice. Is that industry practice? I go wherever I go. You know what that's called to me? Go ahead. Sense of fucking entitlement. Mm, I told him. Check your ego at the fucking door. I man. told him. If, if this was in another industry, it sounds like some sort of privilege. And uh, real, you know what man. I'm saying? I ripped him. I won't mention what brewery he works for, you know, but. I will. Yeah? No, because I don't know who it is. I won't tell you because I know you will, ho. I know yeah, you will. You're a little ho. You'll yeah, probably go, like burn go shit all down. the way up to like San Clemente and visit the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> La madre nah, all good. I know this kid from a long time, so he gets a pass. But I, I had to check him and be like, bro, first off, don't. Don't give my people attitude. What? Who are you? Yeah. Well, I gave him beer. And I said, and? He said, I brought beer for my brewery and I gave it to him. He said, Dan, Dope. do you, know do you I expect do I... everything to be handed to yeah. you for that now? That's the reason, again, like I said, uh, man, I've been in this industry a minute. I oh, yo, I'm grouchy. I support people. Then when I'm done, I usually hand the beer off then. And I'm like, yo, dope establishment. Here's what we do. If you've heard of us, which who hasn't heard of us? Oh, my God. Um, anyways, and then I uh, just get on about my business and just be happy to support them. And anything they throw my way, dope, man. Like, that's awesome. But I'm not expecting it. That I'm being said, we do offer. People. We do offer industry discount. You know, come on through. We'll take you care know of you. You surefire way to get a discount here? Go ahead, Zach. That Emo Brown Social Club. That, that shit card. don't clack. That Mr. Oils proved quickly mm. clack. Is it illegal to falsify a document and then pass it as original David Oils? Mm, that's not a falsification. That's legit. <laughs> that is a legit card. If I was to present to you an illegal representation of the emo brown social club card is that a felonious act yeah we'd have some problems all right good you heard it here first for all of you yeah. passing fake cards at grasshopper trying to procure a discount yo i can't believe that's an actual thing bro did you hear did you uh, you don't you don't listen to the podcast do you yeah now and then i'm on the discord all right oh, are you really oh i'm lurking you're not on the are you really Yo, earlier I said something about the Discord. He didn't bat an eye. My goodness, this is an undercover at its finest. So the questions that are coming to you later, you're already fucking privy to them because you saw them. That's cheating. We're going to have to open a non-police officer oriented <laughs> Discord where we, we vet you before so you come in. <laughs> you asked me a while back to try to take more charge of the Discord, yeah, which I'm yeah. not able to do because I'm not an admin. You're not? There, no, but there is a way to uh. create an anonymous thread. Really? And I learned this in a really cool way because I had a friend. Let me guess. They're all white women in your little anonymous thread, you little. <laughs> I'm, wait a second. The views expressed by Steve Garcia are not necessarily. Wait, Caesar, those. pin that. You're really in the Discord? I'm a Emo Brown Social Club member. <laughs> Answer the question, my diplomatic friend. Are you in the Discord? I am in the Discord. Are you Drew P? <laughs> are you Drew P? He asked all his own questions later. Um, that is not me. <laughs> but you're in there. I'm in there. Who are you? Just so I know. I'm, I'm David O. Is that? What <laughs> well, that's not very fucking sneaky, bro. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not undercover. Not undercover. His, his handle too. is highest ranking Mexican. Is CBD. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be. Let me double check. Oh my god. So yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, I yeah. needed to get that off my chest because that happened. Then my 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 the tasting room guy that was working at the time like shot me a message. Like, Yo, what happened? Is that true? He's like, yeah, bro. Guys, a weenie who came in and you tried to flex. Like, you just look like Ariel. Oh, and her voice oh, came back. Man. Boom. I want to be you where the you? people are. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going good. Things are going awesome. Um, I also like to introduce a new segment into this 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 weekly show that we all call the my my weekly grito. And what does that entail? Well, that entails, you know, our, our record label that takes care of us, where I go over on a weekly shout basis. Out shout out to <laughs> Rob Castellano and the homie Oscar. They'll be coming down next week. We'll be doing our Metiche Monday with them. Looking so make sure it. 
you get all your questions lined up and we'll go ahead and take them to task and find out what is it that they really have planned for Three Punk Ales and Emo Brown and all of the brands that we represent. Do they want to work with all of us? Because they're trying to get bands to play down here. They're, I'm like, all right, cool. We'll is it war? It, it could be. That's it could awesome. be. But this week on My Weekly Grito, what do we have? Steve, Oscar mentioned about the new Metiche Monday segment about what's happening at My Grito. Well, here's this week's news and info. Let us know if you need more. My Grito this week. Las Calacas new music video is out now. Watch yeah, it on YouTube morena. and stream it Incredible. on all platforms. I had them in here about a year ago. Remember? Funny guys. Talented fucking guys. Nice set of hair. They just put out a new album or rather a new video, which I'm assuming precludes a new album coming on the way. Mm. Oyos, have you had an opportunity to watch this video on YouTube yet? I saw it. You saw it? I did. It's a great video by the name of Morena. Where, Dude, gone are the days of like shitty videos coming out. Thanks, everybody, has, everybody has like a fucking top notch video. Yeah. That was incredible. And there's a second to none. Give it a look. I'll put the uh, link on the stream. We're trying to get those numbers up for the guys. Good dudes. I look forward to having them back on the podcast. Talented musicians. They do what they can. Next one up, Ska Punk's The Rundown Creeps announced that they're supporting the Compas Audio Karate on their next record release show. Hell yeah. March 19th at the Paramount in LA. I'm currently in contact and I'm going to tell you a little side story. Big up to The Rundown Creeps. Big up to The Rundown Creeps. Awesome. Great that you're working with Audio Karate. Two great bands. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Another great band. Paranoia. Oh, man. They get I told down. you. I binged it a little bit, and then I just kept going down that rabbit hole, man. I love what they do. Another great act. Compa Harless. They, they've been sending me, like, he's like, he gets down, bro, on the guitar. All right. I, I he's coming in. I'm going to talk to him. Uh, Jackie Rivera. Jackie Rivera, man. My mom asked me about that. She was, <laughs> a poco que están trabajando con la Jackie. That's, you know, that's kind of like the company that we're holding now, I you know? know? I mean, if I look across the way, that's Lieutenant David Oyos. Is that by any chance the highest ranking Mexican? Uh, currently, yes. Okay. In the Chula Vista Police Department. We have the opportunity to work with Audio Karate in the future. And, and, and their booking agent reached out to me. And their booking agent's name is, well, I'm not, I can't not say it. It's, it's Katy Perry. So, <laughs> but not the Katy Perry. Oh, Katy Perry. Uh, and, and, and it showed up on my text. And it says, Katy Perry sent a message. And I looked at it. And this is while I was on COVID quarantine. I looked at it and I was like, she heard me sing. Yo, this shit's for real? <laughs> Wait, what the hell? And then open, I was like, okay, it's not her. But for, I have a picture because I took a picture and I sent it to like a of couple of my friends. Like, I was like, oh, look at this. Of it's Katy Perry. So I'll send that to us. We're honored to be on Magrito and, and, and we'll yes. be able to have an opportunity to sit down with them, pick their brain and see what's going on in the future. But yeah, man, good things are coming. My Grito, my, my weekly Grito is going to be a new segment that we bring. Stay tuned. Mention sponsorships are opening up. Yeah. Is um, we've been talking about this for a minute. You know, people have asked in the past uh, how they get their names mentioned during the podcast the way we do with Grasshopper. And uh, we're finally at the point now and I'll be rolling out something soon. So slide into those DMs and we can let you know whether you want something preview to the show, something in the middle, something at the end. Um, we're happy to support your businesses the way you support us and all that money will go back to the foundation. So Boom. yeah, interested? Let us know. You have people. Uh, two people already lined up. I right. just we're just getting them pricing, and then you and I will go over to make sure that you're you're happy with the numbers and the the structure that I've set up. What do you think of this oils? What do you- <laughs> <laughs> wipe the fucking glaze off your fucking mouth, bro? Jeez, Louise. More of a cinnamon twist guy, you see, huh? What's the question? Us linking up with sponsors to further grow this thing of ours. What do you think? How are we how are we handling this in the appropriate manner? 
Um, I guess what I'm trying to get to is how do I get the police association to jump on board and get our back? Yeah, I think they already have your back. Go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, you guys do a phenomenal job. Yeah, we know that. Check mark. Go ahead. Done deal. I think. Uh, done deal? Oh, done deal. I heard done deal. I will expect a check in the I will expect Thank a you. monthly endorsement. Is that something the Police Officer Association does? Do you guys work with local nonprofits or foundation, especially one here in the community that's, you know, helping on helping elementary schools that need help, you know, mm. or, or, or families on downtime mm. or just other partnerships and organizations. Aspiring students. Scholarships maybe. Is that something you guys would link up with and, and, you know, hold hands and teach us the ways of? Yeah, of course. We we have donated yeah, yeah. several times. Well done. Go ahead. We are a nonprofit ourselves. Mm, mm. Always looking to to help Always. other nonprofits mm. who are looking to do good in the hood. What can we do to help you guys? Is that even a thing? I've been to your clubhouse. I require a lot of upkeep there. We don't have a treehouse yet. Not yet. Well, we don't have a clubhouse. We're, that's we're, what, we're working <laughs> on we're work, Dude, we're working exhaustedly. <laughs> It's been three dudes like going visiting. Yeah. All of us involved of like looking and scouring, but Gus, uh, Justin, and myself have been, and, and Chica went to the last one, looking That's at right. physical locations on where to have like a nice little warehouse. Cause we have a lot of ideas on what we want to do with the nonprofit and this foundation that we have on how we can like legitimately be a, a cornerstone of the community and help. And, and I fuck around a lot, but yeah, I do. I'd like to link up with uh, uh, nonprofits that are long standing, like you guys, or like the fire department, or whoever else you recommend within the city. You're my guy, man. You're older than me. You're the highest ranking Mexican, so I just want to make sure that you know I don't ruffle any feathers. And I go and I kiss the ring when needed. <sighs> All right. Our rings get kissed a lot, but I feel like when you're here, we need to do a little of the ring kissing on our own. Listen, the the the, the topic has been broached over and over again about the way this thing is growing, which is humbling. It's, it's exciting, but a lot of it has come organically. Mm. And now we're just deciding to be more proactive, be more aggressive and go out and get it ourselves. So that's just one of the many processes that you're going to see moving forward about us trying to raise more money. My mom always said, if I can't be the best, I better, or if I can't be part of the best, I better be the best myself. Yeah. She never said that, but Busta Rhymes did in one of his songs. <laughs> it's a good song. I mean, I'm not going to go on and say that we're the best, but there's nobody better. Oof. As El Compané Doc, David Oyos, your time will come. You have all the time to talk. Don't worry. Your, your time will come. On COVID, I watched some dumb shit and I watched some cool shit. I, you watch something that I'm about to start watching? The this. name of this show that I started and finished throughout the eight-day shutdown for myself was Secession. David Oyos, have you watched this show? Not yet. David Oyos, do you watch any TV? I do watch a lot. Do you, I don't watch any. So this was like awesome for me to sit down and watch TV. How do you find time to watch TV? Uh, everything's recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What's your schedule like? You're a busy guy, bro. This guy broke down his schedule for me, and I fell asleep while he was telling me because it's that fucking demanding. I could not do that shit. You gave us your title. You gave us what you're all about. What does a schedule a day of David always look like? Friday through Sunday, serving the community of Chula Vista. Mm. Twelve and a half hour shifts is what I'm scheduled to work. I'll come in and do uh, sixteen and a half hours twice Friday, a weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Correct. Three days of sixteen hour shifts. Uh, two days. I'll do two days, sixteen and a half, and I'll do a twelve and a half. Jesus Christ! Day. I think you said there's another one day a month where you come in and pull ten hours just to kind of. What do you do yeah. Monday through Thursday? Monday can I can I raise my hand and answer? So uh, <laughs> Monday mornings, go ahead. I'm at Three Punk Ales doing the podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, or I'm welcome on, back. Or I'm on the golf course. Thank you for having me back. I always happy to be here. Uh, Tuesday through Thursday. Wait, wait. Does the chief know you're here today, fool? I don't believe so. Ooh, this fucking so. guy, man. All right, 
continue. You're doing an excellent job, Chief. We appreciate you, Ooh, and we look yes, forward yes. to meeting. When could we have her on here? Is she down for something like this? I think she would be. Really? Really? Okay. I'm intimidated. I've, 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 I saw her at the uh, at the winter dance. When, why do I call it the winter? <laughs> what win the fuck was it, dog? What is it? That was our the Christmas party. Christmas party. Yeah, okay, right. I don't want to get canceled. Well, you've called it like 16 iterations. Yeah. The winter formal, the ball. Are we allowed to say Christmas or is that done? That's a Christmas oh, party. Okay, Christmas party, so Christmas party, Christmas party. Not that. So. Um, I saw her there. You guys are fancy. I saw people with mink coats, bro. Or was that a gag? Those people wearing like mink coats and like... I was like, all right. Yeah, that was kind of part of the uh, the ice theme. They had oh, those oh, bro, these, these coppers know how to party, dog. Hey, these coppers know how to did party. It, did it dog. get you even more excited about the suits? Bro, I looked down. I didn't look at anybody. But no, 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 but our suit game. Oh, I can't wait, bro. Yeah. Did, that get, did you get any ideas from there? Yeah, especially in this, the show Secession, bro. These guys, they dress top notch. For real. But it's a bunch of weenies, and, and it's a great show. It's three seasons. I started it. Uh, the beginning of the pen or uh, uh, the beginning of my quarantine mm. and I finished it like, dude, I watched three seasons in about four days. Damn. I know. I know. Well, what the fuck that. else am I going to do? There was nothing to do, bro. I get that, man. I was on lockdown last week and I did a lot similar, although I spent a lot more time reading and mm. yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I'm highly educated. All I did was read. Yeah, 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 bro. I watched fucking no. garbage TV. What's up? I watch a lot of garbage TV, usually at night, though. You know, I don't sleep well, so mm. I've been doing uh, that mostly in the evenings. Uh, does smoking weed help you? Real talk. It does now. It does now, thanks to uh, your plug, man. I've been getting a lot more sleep, yeah. Do you suffer from do you you, suffer from sleep apnea? That was hard to say. Do you suffer from sleep apnea? No, no, I've been tested for that. No, it's just I have terrible insomnia, man. I have had since I was about 17 years old. Um, I go through spells where four hours of sleep is like what I get and I function pretty well on that. But I've done a wonderful job in the past three months, whether it's been the meditation component, whether it's been the schedule structure and me like actually being better about when I'm in bed and providing a routine for myself or the wonderful medical oh. marijuana. <laughs> Sir, how dare you? I've said this before. I'm equal opportunity and I'm sleeping much better, man. According to my sleep app, I'm now averaging six and a half hours. You have four days to sleep. Lieutenant Oyos, Monday through Thursday. Monday, you joke that you're here or at the golf course, but what do you really do on your days that you don't work? You've told us you, okay, so quick math, two days at 16, that's 32, plus 12, that's 44 hours. And there's more overtime usually or nah? Yeah, I'm working overtime tonight. Oh my lots God. Of, lots of overtime right now. Yeah? Yeah. Lots of vacancies. Lots of people homesick. Mm. So what do you do on those days off? Golf? Real shit. I play. I only play once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Where? I move around a little bit. Get you, man. You're a hard guy to nail down. I go to Saquon, Benita. Oh, oh. damn. East Lake. Hey, does Barona still have a golf course? Barona still. Has Dude, that's like the best that, golf course in all nice, of San Diego. Yeah. Nice. Oh. is really nice too. I know you don't travel up there though. Mm. Changa is. I think it's better than Barona's. It's nice. What about the Country Club, San Diego? Beautiful course. Better than Barona? Uh, I don't think so. You know what? It's a, it's a small court. It's actually not that hard. Of course, the greens are, oh. are, are tough. Well, stay tuned for a question later as uh, somebody may say otherwise, but go ahead. Ooh, uh, looking forward But to a beautiful this. course, very well-maintained. Uh, country club has a lot of money. so they have Worth the, the price of, of admission to join a country club? Yeah, I, I think if you had the money, sure. Yeah, you would? You totally would? If, if I had the money, yeah. yeah. We got... We got uh, Social club member Rudy Avalos always out there playing the farms and stuff of that nature, man. I gave him shit the other Who's day. Who's the compa Rudy Avalos? I always see his name. So Rudy, Did you read his name off today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rudy works for the YMCA with Justin, but okay. he's on the IT side. Mm. 
Um, wonderful guy. I know him more because he's really good friends with Anthony Tallman, the owner and brewer of Virgin Beer Company, and I see him all the time. He was at an anniversary party, and I gave him shit, and I said, man, always posting about these nice courses, but where's that cricket button? When it comes to invites, that's what I hear. And he's promising to change that and gives invites to these nice courses he plays. It'd be really nice to get Virgin on board with some sponsorship opportunities. Hey, what's cracking, I would Tom? like for them to sponsor myself. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting fitted for my clubs next week. Don't excited for that. You got a couple of things that you've said that I, I need to get validity from you. Yeah. Okay. Clubs, you're going to start golfing again. Yo. This is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I saw that you read or that you wrote that you're going to ride with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming down for another ride, man. Jesus, this Christ. this weekend just happened to work out perfectly well. That I don't have my daughter, I don't have any events, I don't have any obligations. So it's got it's all got to line up, man. I get it. Me, to get that me and the VP are going to go golfing this week. We're in a river walk, dog. Ooh, what does it get to get a nice little foursome out with oils, man? Well, how do I get you out on the golf course again? Have we played before? few times. Have we? A few times, yeah. Like real golf or just fucking around <laughs> golf? I don't remember. No, it was real golf. Where did we play? Well, no. I played golf. I don't know. Oh, oh, well, I don't know. All that weed you guys confiscate. You got the good stuff, dude. I don't remember any of the outing we had. Where did we play? We played East Lake. We have played East Lake. That's true. I like East Lake. East Lake is a fun course. It's expensive. Well, it's, it's called something else now, right? Um, And... And and Enigrin, and in no, su madre, what's it called? <laughs> Imagic, Imagic, Ingasu. There you go, there you go. I think it's called Ingasu Golf Course of Eastlake. Bless you. <laughs> no, that is a fun course, but at a hundred dollars a clip, dog. It's not. Sometimes I feel like the East Side Thank of Chula you. Vista really thinks they're on a whole different level. Why are they charging a hundred dollars to play out there, dog? It's under new management. It didn't used to be that expensive. No, dude, I used to go out there for thirty dollars. Well, it's all new ownership, fancy name. Mm -hmm. I mean, you change from East Lake to and when that's it. When it comes to golf, we go to Chula Vista Golf Course, the home of the Emo Brown Foundation, and all beautiful things. When can we go there? Let's throw a little money and an attention down to Chula Vista Golf Course, bro. Let's 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 throw some shine on them. Or is that beneath you? No, that's right. I'm gonna have I have Manny roll out the red carpet for us, bro. And Mondo's gonna go out and be like, hey, man, I got. The highest ranking Mexican in the, all of the land. All right, bro. I can't say that many more times. That's, <laughs> it's going to start that's, thinking about it. That's my, that's my workout for the day, dog. But yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I'll be down for the bike ride. Uh, my understanding is we're actually going to go pay a visit to uh, Burgeon at the Arbor in Little Italy. So I'm excited about that. Is that this week? Yeah. Ah, oh, I'm going to fucking miss it, dog. Where are you at this weekend? We're going to Riverwalk. We're going to go golf. Uh, me and the on VP. Sunday? Yeah, Gus, myself, oh, and a couple place. of the compas. Because the farmer's open. So if we don't go to the farmer's open, we want to make sure we do a little little golfing for ourselves. And we haven't been playing golf at all. I haven't gone to the coach. I'm taking my kid. So I got three boys and I sat down with them and I talked to them during COVID. Yeah, deep talks, you know, boom, 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 getting to the core of, of what my children's essence is. Mm. Said baseball is coming up. Nine, seven, four years old. Yup. Nine-year-old. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know, right? Four. Nine-year-old. Hey, what are you going to play? Baseball is coming up. Do you want to play baseball? Yes. I said, are you sure? No. It's like, Ugh. all right. So he doesn't want to play baseball. So we had to find something that he wants. So he wants to learn to play the piano and he wants to learn to play golf. So I'm going to take him down to Chula Vista Golf Course with my, my instructor, uh, Philip Schmidt III. And he's going to take him under his wing and show him. And I saw some of his videos, man. His videos, he gets down, he's showing kids. And I was like, all right, cool. We're going to take him there and we're going to find, he's been learning on YouTube. You can do anything on YouTube. You can put a pig's heart into a human body by just watching YouTube videos. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a cliffhanger. <laughs> he wants to learn to do that. So he's been learning to play fucking video game tunes, bro. Because I said, if you're going to be at home not doing anything, 
learn how to play this song. And he did learn how to play that song. And he did. So he's learning to play all these songs. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? That's awesome. Good. And they have ear for it. Mm. I, I, I pride myself on being like a self-taught musician. I can, I can fool some people and get on there and do my thing. I think these three boys have the same thing because all the three next of them. Iteration of Chevato Roqueros. You never know, dog. CBR at its I'm finest. See it. I'm I went down to the second it. child, Jackson, seven years old. Do you want to play baseball? <clears throat> he's he's not a baseball player. Nah, fam. He's not really a soccer player. Mm. He's not very athletic. You know, he, he enjoys he enjoys being cuddly and he's a cute kid and very lovable and very mm, firm and, and and he's very loyal. So, what do you want to do? I want to learn to box. So. I'm going to take him down to the house of boxing in paradise Hills enroll him, and see if we can't get him to be a little bit more coordinated. You know, he's, li- he's seven. He's, he's barely coming into his body. He's learning what it is, how to control. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then maybe from there, see if he could turn into a little athlete and jump in. And I said, you're also, all these dudes are all doing jujitsu. I told him, I said, once everything is, you know, a little bit more calm and you guys are all fully vaccinated back to jujitsu, you go, oh, I don't want to, I hate jujitsu. It doesn't matter. You're doing it. The four-year-old. So what do you want to do? I want to play baseball. And I was like, yes, I needed one baseball player, Oyos. I needed one baseball player. I grew up playing baseball and soccer. I, I, I think I did okay playing these sports. This kid is awesome. He's a little left-hander. He's got these long gold locks. He goes up like Cody Bellinger and he swings the bat so hard. I was like, oh, he makes me happy. Like I'll be playing with the other boys and they're hitting and making contact. Dude, I'll, I'll fucking throw it at him. Like I'm, I, I'm to the point now with no more underhand, no more soft housing. I'm throwing it at him and he's just shitting all over it. He's just swinging out of his ass and hitting it. I was like, all right. And I tell wife, he's like, yo, this little dude knows how to hit, knows how to hold the bat, knows how to move. So yeah, he's going into T-ball and I'm excited for that. So not that you fuckers care, but that, <laughs> that was a little update. Um, Did you make your kids do anything when they were doing it? My godson. So no, like my bad, here. my bad, Oliver, four years old. Did you make your son and daughter join anything extracurriculars when they were growing up? You still have a nine-year-old. So I guess that's still, you're still in that situation, but your older boy. Yeah, he played. Uh, he played baseball. Played soccer. Did you force him? Yeah, I don't want to say I forced him because he didn't keep keep doing it. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he got he got uh, into music. Okay, nice. Yeah, playing the guitar. He, you know, he's uh, he's twenty two now. So and he's got a job. So, Go ahead. So he's got money. That's very anti twenty two of so him. He's got, <laughs> yeah. So he's got money to pay for his own stuff, right? Nice. So he's got like six guitars. So he's Mexican. So he lives with you still. Of course. There it is. <laughs> He's got all the guitars in his room. Yeah, he does. Ah, well, I don't want to be the dad that pushes my kids into doing shit aside from jujitsu. Wifey and I are on the same page. We're like, yo, these kids need to do this. They need to identify situations and either help or defend themselves. <laughs> so that they're getting forced. But baseball and soccer, I don't feel like being the dad that's going to force them to do that shit, especially if they don't like, I know they don't like playing soccer. I see it in their eyes. They don't have that killer instinct. I know that they don't like playing baseball. They don't, they don't have that killer instinct, period. Well, you just asked them straight up. Yeah. So. And I felt that was the best approach, Absolutely, bro. man. Like you said. What about man? Natasha? Do you ask her to do anything like as, as it relates to that? Did, uh, does she enjoy her. anything like that? I mean, yes and no, man. She goes back and forth, man. Like she's been telling me recently now that, you know, she does want to do like the karate or the jujitsu, but her mom wanted to give it a little bit of break and wait till like the COVID thing wasn't as crazy. Um... You know, but it's like sports wise, all she does is want to get back into swimming again. Like she, swimmer, she's a swimmer. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, she smokes um, a lot of weed. She can win gold medals. Michael yeah, Phelps. Um, um, I might take a different approach. 
<laughs> I'll continue the weed smoking shit or the swimming, and we'll see if there's a balance in the middle that we could find. But yeah, no, she, she hasn't really expressed interest in anything else. Like her biggest thing, funny enough, is along the lines of your child, man. She's uh, adamant about learning to play the piano and get lessons. Nice. So I'm on the Bobby Crazy waiting list. Are, are right you now. are you with the lessons then? Yeah, I'm down for that, man. I mean, she she's much like your child again in that same regard that she downloaded like the little app and like it teaches her how to play certain keys yeah. and certain songs, and she spends like hours on that. And shit. it's cool because wifey went on like Amazon and bought those little stickers that go and give the notes to every key. Mm-hmm. So she'll pop, 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 put them on. So even Ollie, bro, the four-year-old is just looking and he's learning to play like twinkle, twinkle, little star. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that makes me happy. The, of, of anything that we do, that's the kind of shit that excites me. Cause it means a lot to me. It's like, yep. oh, well they're learning. They're doing it. Yep. All three of them are over there tapping. I, I, I told her for her birthday, which is in June. I'll probably get it. I'll, you know, I'm a, I'm a wuss. I'll spring for it before, but she wants a keyboard. Hell so. yeah. I was like, all right, cool. You bro, let me bro, know. Bro, 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 bro. Sweetwater music online. They have a catalog. This keyboard. It was a hundred dollars. Comes with a fucking chair, dog. Came with headphones. Oh. Came with the, bro, yeah, it, it was like it comes yeah. with the whole pail. It was I'm, on sale. It was I'm, for Christmas, I'm so I order. saw it. But yeah, you could get it on there. Uh, that's like my biggest. I'm, that's heroin to me now. Going on the on the sweet water. Oh, can I say heroin? Is that a legal substance to use in Chula Vista or no? <laughs> What's the word? How much heroin can I carry on me and not get caught? Zero. Okay, fuck. Zero. I, I just need to know. I just need. I don't want to fucking you know stumble upon like oops. <laughs> I guess I can look at this heroin. Look at this heroin that popped out of my lapel. <laughs> In this scenario, I'm wearing a lapel. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's like I, I don't even know what we're talking about now. <laughs> heroin, dog. Oh yes, heroin. Keyboard. Musical instruments are my heroin, and this yeah. catalog of music at Sweetwater, it gets. Yeah, there's <laughs> well, this accordion. It's called the Scorpion. I ordered it. Wifey don't even know. Nah. No, I just outed my shit out now. But she's about to tomorrow morning. I love music, and I love. I get. If I had the opportunity to lock myself in a room for eight hours a day and just like produce, compose and do what I want. Oh man, that would be heavenly. That's the goal. You had nine days. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, in a long term, like I had a meeting this morning with Maddie and I was telling him, I was like, bro, I want to just get to the level where I can do the shit that I like. You know, we get up, we handle responsibilities, family, kids, everything. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to go in here. I'll see you in a few hours. I'm going to work on this. And when I look at the dudes like tribal, tribal seeds rather, and, and like I see it, like, Feliz cumpleaños of Compita Louis Castles yeah. and, and, and T I'm like, fuck, that's what they do, bro. That's awesome. That's what they do. They fucking legitimately lock themselves in a studio throughout the week, make music, produce that's music, perfect music, and they go on the road and they let you listen Boom. to this music. Boom. Same with the Compa Marcos, dog. They're on tour right now in Texas. What has he been doing? Practicing, rehearsing, getting ready to go on stage and do his thing. That's it. Super envious of things like that. Good for them. Love to see it. What else is going on? Uh, you know what? Nothing too much exciting outside of that, man. Getting back into the mix of things. You know, we just had our anniversary party. That was cool, but, you know, that was overwhelming. That was uh, 36 different breweries, a thousand people, about a 14 hour day, which was about 57 nuts. cases of COVID, probably. Nah, more than that, of Neta. course. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you bring that up? Was that a t- topic of conversation to the screen? Yes, it very much was. And yeah. what did they say? I mean, you know, it, it was too far away. Fuck you, Caesar! <laughs> I'm much more diplomatic, though, so that, you know, oh, I can't sue them. But I'm kidding. No, no, you know, it is what it is. How's COVID right now? The Chula Vista Police Department, is it running rampant through all our people in the police department? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of people out sick right now. Yeah. I think we have a uh, little over 400 employees total, maybe maybe close to 450. And right now we have about 50 people, I think, out department-wide. Our okay. officers, professional staff. When you run out of people to go on the job. 
Some would who, say that's 20 to 25%. Who yeah. do you reach out to, to supplement the 20, 25% people that are off math? Yeah. It's the people that are already there. You, you, you tell them they got to stay longer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you're going in today to do some OT. Uh, no, I'm yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, who were we talking to? Cesar Fernandez, uh, seat five of the Chula Vista elementary school district <laughs> board member was telling me he called in. We called him because there were some things going on a couple of weeks ago in the school district. And I just wanted to like, Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, Hey, there are student teachers right now that are getting tapped on the shoulder to make the jump to teachers. And I'm like, damn, like they're, they're legitimately reaching out to people who have degrees and selling them on like, Hey, we need this. We're short on that. And people are filling roles. Is that something that could happen with the police department? Like, are you going to hit the senior patrol? Motherfuckers are looking down my block, writing chalk on the floor, move my car type deal. Or are they ready for that? Yeah. We're not there yet, but I'm sure they'd be Dude, ready. Could that happen? No, no, no. Uh, you said it so confidently. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I guess anything could happen, right? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. Everybody could get sick. And then what would we do? You haven't gone sick? No, I've been fairly lucky so far. You just haven't tested yourself when you've been under the weather. No, I've, I've actually tested myself. I feel you're under the Trumpian order of, if we don't test, the stats will go lower. Some would <laughs> call that the profe order. <laughs> the, uh, fucking profe, dog. You might be Trump in disguise. Lo quiero, lo way. Yeah, there's some truth to that. Yeah, if you don't test, you, you can't be positive, right? I mean, that's one way to get the norm, the numbers. <laughs> Speaking of gang members. Ooh. Oh, that not a good transition? Well, I mean, we already covered heroin. Why not go into Our Sunday members? ride this week took us to Rio, uh, Rio Drive, rather, to the top of the hill, to Paradise Hills, to a coffee shop by the name of Seis Gralos. Shout out to the homies at Seis Gralos and welcome. <laughs> Dude, I feel bad sometimes. We rolled in with over 35 people to this coffee shop. There was a lot of people in this coffee shop and we're over there and I was telling Chico, yo man, should we help the homie? Like, cause it was just him. It was, it's a small coffee shop. He runs it out, runs it all on his own. Chico went back to started helping us out. Ba, ba, ba. My gang is growing. It is reaching those numbers of like, whoa, what do we do now? It's 35 people on the road. Cause everywhere we go now, we went to little Italy a couple of weeks ago and everybody was like, we're going down Little Italy, whatever that street is called, Grape, I guess, or India. Bah, 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 bah. And people are coming out, taking video of us and like cheering us on and taking pictures. We've reached that level where there, there's a lot of us. Well, Do we? Justin said there was almost 40 this week. There was 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 35-ish. Do we have to do anything when there's that many people on the road on bicycles? Is there a permit? Is there a rule? Is there a law? Are we breaking rules? What do I do? Get on your bike and have a good time. That's it. Okay, you good. You gotta be safe. Yeah, because we've seen police officers and they've shot the shit with us. Where did we go? We did a nice little crawl where we went to a couple of bars and then a police officer pulled up. Hey, what's up? I told these guys, what are you guys doing? It's like, I oh, were doing a pub crawl. We have a podcast. Uh, awesome. Yeah, we're uh, And that was it. So they're like, okay. For me, that was the first litmus test. That was our first interaction. But down there, that's San Diego police then because it was, it was in San Isidro. Yeah. Okay, so it was San, it was San Diego police. Um, and they just kind of like said, cool, enjoy yourself. We're like, all right. I just don't want to fucking break any laws. Uh, I want to make sure that we're all good. We have liability waivers being signed. We're like, hey, man, if you fall, it's on you. All right. If you fall, it's on your bail. Every week, somebody fall. Not this week, bro. Oh, Nobody oh, fell. We, we got chains? one dude that got lost. Compita Junior Sierra. <laughs> well, well, well. I posted that video. Poor guy. Bro, you posted a lot. Yeah, you wouldn't let this guy escape <laughs> this. <laughs> we ain't done with him yet. No, so, yeah, we, our, our crew is growing. It, and then it's only getting bigger. Mm hmm. I think we're going to your neck of the woods, you said already. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And the following week, I think we're going to Imperial Avenue to their new collab. It's been awesome, dog. Yeah. 
I just got out of the house last Friday and like a bad day. I wanted to go visit people that I haven't bro. talked to. I went to talk to Bobby Tribal. Seen that. Anytime I go to visit Bobby Tribal, he's a motivator, bro. He's very, a- very excited to go down. And then my mom got under the weather, not a drive to the airport yet again. The last of my family is finally back in Minnesota, though. So, Ooh. Bobby Tribal is one of those characters you unlock in a video game after you've done oh, the work, bro. and it's like you've unlocked a new character, and it's like he's. For me, he's like top notch, Man. you know, as it relates to you. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, Lieutenant Oyos, highest ranking Mexican. But there's a few people that I look to that I'm like, hey, you know what? I ask this guy a lot of questions. Why am I asking this guy a lot of questions? It's probably because I value his insight or I look to him for, you know, some advice or, you know, guidance. Yourself, you might not believe it, but yes, we've shared moments in the treehouse. We've drank in whiskey. Apparently, we've golfed together. Oh. <laughs> um, Cesar Fernandez is another one that oh. I told. And I told Bobby Tribal and even El Compita Ruben Torres that I've talked. And we, we, after I had him on the podcast, I've reached out and we've had conversations. Hey, okay, well, let's link up and have coffee. I have a nice core of people that I can look to that can guide me. And Bobby is one of those dudes that's done it all. Anytime I go to his oh. establishment, I go there oh. and, and I took Justin and Gus. And I said, hey, bro, if this is going to do anything for you the way it does for me, you're welcome. So we did. We went in there. He gave us a tour of his whole facility, met his whole crew. And he was just telling us like some insight. And I'll give you one nugget that he told me. He's like, hey, guys, you guys are getting to the point where you're, where you're doing your thing and you're killing it. You need to vet the people around you. And never in my life have I realized how important and true that is now, bro. I want to make sure the people in my circle are people that I want to associate with. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome for being in my circle oils. Uh, I'm Ladies and gentlemen, oils. Honored to be in <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying though, man, it, it was more like a note to you guys. Like, I appreciate the guidance uh, that you guys are providing. Thank you for protecting my city, cruising up and down the block. And every now and then checking in with me, he's like, hey man, just know that we're out here. Thank you. And if you can expunge a couple of tickets, I'll shoot that shit your way. Yeah. I'm paying too much for my lawyer, man. What can you do? Now we've reached the part of the episode where we mm. go over a headline. And let me tell you something. I get people to send me the same shit over and over and yeah, over. It, it's weird now because I think we've unlocked that level where like, hey, talk about this. Hey, talk about that. So if you guys see a headline that catches your eye and you want it to kind of like no, comment and go over it. I don't need any more of that. Don't send it to me. I, have I like them. I have enough. And between my wifey and friends and group chats and all these yeah. chats that I'm in, I get so many fucking things. I just get people from like our Discord or just friends that are. Hey, read members. this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, you guys should talk about this. Hey, and most of the time I'm like, no, no, but this one. Let me hear it. I mean, at first I glossed over and then I went, wait, what? Woman with two vaginas says she uses one for work and one for personal sex. I don't even know how to fucking unwrap that envelope or that gift. Well, what is that? She has two vaginas. Yes. And uh, she's differentiated. She has uh, the tip and tax brackets. You, you got to listen. It's adult <laughs> content creator, Evelyn Miller. Didn't find out to the age of 20 that she had these two. Now 31 years old, she'd been working in the sex industry, traveling the world, and she made sure she kept one vagina for use in her work and one for her personal life, you know, which is very efficient. This is fake news. This isn't a real story. This is a very real story. This woman makes $75,000 a month on her OnlyFans. With one vagina? (laughs) No, no. That's one of her vaginas, makes (laughs) $75,000. Jesus Christ. And uh, she says, you know, there's obviously... Her success could be owed to her uh, enhancements. I don't know. This is like a weird Marvel superhero. But there's plenty of downfalls. Uh, (laughs) 
having both vaginas tested for STDs when she visits a gynecologist, um, having to put two tampons in when she's on her period, and even where her partner can ejaculate while they are having sex. Caesar, I'm not falling victim of this trap that you're letting out, bro. I'm not even going to touch it. Oyos, I highly advise as your uh, consigliere not to touch this comment either. Just leave it alone. Just, Sometimes we just got to let go. Terrific. This is I don't think it's true, bro. It's, I, where, where, where's uh, the citation? Where, where did you get this from? This article mm-hmm. comes from LED Bible, but I've looked into it. And yeah. Yes. So she's a real it. person yes. who has a real profile. Is she like on Instagram or something? I, I didn't look that far into it, to be honest, but <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't stop laughing when somebody sent me that. I was like, wait, wait, this is a real thing or this is bullshit. Cause a lot of the times it's, uh, it's real. And then sometimes it's, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, know. I, I think the only part of the article that I would question is making $75,000 a month. Gee, oh, oh, is it a, did you say a month? That's what she makes on her OnlyFans. A month. That's Jesus a month. Christ, bro. Where do I buy said vaginas? How many do <laughs> Jesus Christ? Do I have to I'll do that. 75,000 a month. I'll raise my my family. Yes. Let I did it for you, kids. <laughs> my my question or my story is a little bit more wholesome. I had like four people reach out to me like, "What do you think of this? Maryland surgeons successfully transplant pig heart into human patient." So before I get into that, the question that I got the most is, "Do you think this person who was a felon, who was some sort of, uh, 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 yeah, I think he was a felon convicted, went to jail, has a checkered past. The question was, do you feel like this guy should have gotten the opportunity to receive the transplant over somebody else who may be a law-abiding citizen, you know? And that's like the fifth time I fucking said that today. I'll make sure I'll not say it again for the rest of the week. My answer was, what if the pig heart failed? I'd rather it fail with somebody who's been a weenie in the past than fail on somebody that, you know, is like legitimately like, oh man, I'm really, I really need this in order to survive. Pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. The dude survived and it seems to be okay. We'll check in again in a month or so and, and see if that heart is still functioning. But good, man, do the trial and error on somebody who like, you know, if he was a felon or if he, we if he's still a weenie, yeah, whatever, you know, and it worked. Say, okay, cool. You know what? It worked. Kudos to this guy. He's got a working functional pig heart now and it's ready to go. Now we can start doing it to other people. I think that's a good idea, man. Not only are pigs make good bacon and all of the other things, bro. Chicharrones. Yeah, it's like, now they're saving lives? Shit. But I mean, does it, does it, is there more that it covers about? In a medical first, doctors transplanted a pig heart into a patient in a last ditch effort to save his life. And a Maryland hospital said Monday that he's doing well three days after the highly experimental surgery. This is according to the New York Post. While it's too soon to know if the operation really worked, it marks a step in the decades long quest to one day use animal organs for life-saving transplants. Tell me when they use an animal vagina to install a second one, then I'll be impressed. The patient, David Bennett, a 57-year-old Maryland handyman, knew there was no guarantee the experiment would work, but he was dying, ineligible for a human heart transplant, and had no other option. It was either die or take a pig's heart, and I want to live. I know it's a shot in the dark, but it's my last choice. See, these stories all read like they're fake too. Maybe it's just the way I'm reading it. (laughs) On Monday, Bennett was breathing on his own while still connected to a heart-lung machine to help his new heart. Next few weeks will be very critical as Bennett recovers from surgery and doctors carefully monitor how his heart is faring. There's a huge shortage of human human organs donated for transplants, driving scientists to try and figure out new ways to use animal organs instead. Last year, there was over 3,800 transplants for hearts, a record number. And amen, if this works, there will be an endless supply of these organs for patients who are suffering. Muhammad Moudini 
scientific how's, director how's of the man. feel about that? What happened? How's PETA going to feel about that? No, well, it, here's the thing about PETA that I've noticed. It's all fun and games until they need something. And then when they need something, oh, they're pretty quick to blur that line. Yep. I have an observation. Go ahead. Please. I come into the brewery mm. to NWA. Go ahead. Now you share a story about a pig. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're a quick one there, Peppa. Uh, difference for this time. The yeah. Maryland story. <laughs> that did not go over my head, sir. I'm just going to right <laughs> Completely like, uh, I did not make that connect, but okay. I thought about it when I put it in there. I was like, oh, this asshole's going to think. It's not the reason. So yeah, man. I, and, and then let's see. Bah, 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 food and drug administrations. It's critical. Bah, 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 bah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it. it. He didn't die, so which leads me to think that this is a successful procedure that can be used in the future. Better try it on a convicted felon, somebody, you know, a little checkered pass. Good. Everybody wins, bro. That just leads me to, like, maltreat my heart and know that there's a pig <laughs> out there that's going to potentially give me a future, dog. You've oh. insulted our host. The man. irony is that most pig products that we eat are what cause our heart to fail in the yeah. first fucking place. That's what they call a plot twist. A plot twist, man. Jesus Christ. I kept a professional with my vagina story. You're welcome, David. Thank you. <laughs> Joining us today is Lieutenant David Oyos of the Chula Vista Police Department. <laughs> this is your third time in here, Playboy. Welcome back. People yeah. are going to start saying that you really like coming in here and talking about yourself. That being the case, remind us. Who, what, where, how, and why? Man, you threw a lot at me there. Mm. I'm a little nervous. You are David Oyos. I am. Yeah. So uh, I currently uh, employed by the Chula Vista Police Department. Greatest police force in all of the Chula Vista area. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I, I work as a lieutenant for the department. Uh, currently signed to the patrol division. Uh, I also work uh, as the current president of the Chula Vista Police Officers Association. <laughs> Slow down. Let's. Let, I feel like. You kind of winked and licked your lips a little when you were about to say that. So I almost feel like that was code for like, hey, brace yourself for some killer news. That's a new development, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I was I was the uh, president for the association a couple mm. of years ago, and uh, I'm back now. Nice. Yeah. What has changed since you've uh, left office and came back in? Not a lot. That's some Trumpian shit. You left and then potentially coming back. Mm, well done. I see what you're doing. Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy representing our membership. How many people are in this union police officer association that you head up? So currently we're sitting at about 240 something odd officers. So do they get an opportunity to choose if they want to be part of the association or once you become a police officer at the CVPD, you're in your, your, your uh, wages will be uh, docked for union dues or whatever. And you're a part of it. Yeah, no. So there uh, as a, uh, Police uh, department employees or police officers, they are automatically members of our bargaining unit. Meaning if we were to get any raises, uh, you know, changes to benefits, that would affect them as well. They would get those as well. They choose to be a part of the union. They choose to get those uh, dues deductions. Uh, with their deductions, they get um, uh, coverage from uh, long-term disability, short-term disability, legal defense, uh, there, there's a lot of benefits that they get to being a part of the union. Currently we have every single police officer in the city is a member of the union. No That's one pretty has, awesome. No one has opted out. Um, because I think the benefits that we give them are definitely worth their money. I've been there. I'd like to go there again, since we're going to start doing more video component and kind of like, have you take us a, through a tour, bro. They have a fucking gym in there, dog. They have like a gym. They have, I don't know how much I you want me to divulge. Uh, I don't know if you want me, how much you want me to divulge. 
But they don't have to go to bars is what I'm trying to tell you. They can just <laughs> hang out there and have a grand old time. Sometimes I'm driving because I know where it is. You've showed me. You guys having barbecues in the back? It seems like very family oriented. I've seen kids. I've seen what I assume are spouses and partners all hanging out and having a good time. So it's open to everybody who is associated or only on special events. Can I just show up? Can I knock on the door? Is there a secret knock? How do I get in? There's a secret handshake. I'll oh, share that with you. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. So our union uh, owns a building. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I think we purchased it uh, over probably 30 years ago. It's something that mm -hmm. be belonged to the association for a very long time. It's gone through a couple generations of officers. Uh, our officers can use it for like a building rental to have uh, birthday parties. Can uh, says like that's cool. Kids parties. Yeah. And uh, so that's what you've probably seen when you see kids there. Uh, we also use it, the building, you know, when we get out of work to go and, and unwind before we go home. Uh, we, we do have a gym there where our officers can work out, save a little bit of money uh, on a, on a gym membership. Their dues cover the, uh, the gym that we have there. Um, it's, it's a, one of the benefits to our members that they get for being a part of the union. Let's get into the questions. What do we got? I got all the Discord ones. You got all the Instagram ones. All righty. Discord it is. All right. First off, well, BG Tony, Keenroy, man, he submitted probably four or five really good ones, but this is his main one that he really wanted to focus on. Lieutenant Oyos, as businesses grow on 3rd Avenue and the nightlife picks up, there has been an increase in the number of vehicles that drive on area residential streets. As a result, an increase in speeding vehicles are putting children, bicyclists, and pets in dangers especially on the back, the back streets used to reach freeway entrances. And then he gives an example, Davidson second F. How can police help keep our streets safe from these particular hazards? And how can we help police help us? Damn. That escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, so anytime we have, so third Avenue is booming. Yeah. Right. For better and for worse. Yeah. Mm. Everybody's yeah. Business is great. Um, however, we talked about this before we started, right? A lot yeah. of the residents that live nearby are unhappy with the- Is that what you said? The, so wait, there's residents that don't like us? Traffic, I didn't say that. I said they're unhappy with the new traffic congestion mm -hmm. uh, and uh, maybe the, uh, the addition of you know, intoxicated individuals being out inside of their house, right? Mm. Um, there's been community meetings about it. Uh, you guys know showed, but- that's we weren't invited. The other outside the other breweries, they did show and uh, and did a fantastic oh, job damn. talking. About did they did they calm the situation or yeah, I stoke they, the fire? No, I think they did a great job. All right, good. Um, it's it's not all the 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 breweries that are causing the issues, right? Um, but yeah, people park on the side streets because there's no meters uh, on a lot of the side streets, so that's where the people park to save a, a buck or two. Can't blame them. Um, yeah, I mean, we we don't have enough officers to to park on the side streets to monitor the situation. To, to monitor, yeah, I mean, because it, Third Avenue is booming every single night, right? Uh, however, what we can't, what people can do, I always say, if if there's a particular problem area, there's a particular intersection that people keep going through, there's a particular street that people keep speeding down. Please call it in. Please contact the police department. Uh, all traffic complaints will go to the traffic division. And although they don't work at night most of the time, they can send that to patrol and then patrol can do um, what we call like extra patrols in the area at certain times where if it's a bigger problem than others, uh, people can complain to the city. Traffic engineering can put stop signs where there aren't any right now. They could put, um, you know, speed bumps. Speed bumps are, are great in some neighborhoods, but people hate them because then you, you know, you, you, uh, mess with your suspension every time you drive over them. So is that a big uh, process to request like certain speed bumps? 
Yeah, I don't know the exact. And this is coming from the boss herself. Wifey's like, you know these people. Why don't you ask them how we get speed on? Because damn, yeah, some we live on one of the back streets that's off of Third Avenue, and people are just like hightailing it up. Fortunately, there's like a dip that people don't see, so they'll fucking go. Even forty miles an hour is fast on that little street. When they hit that dip, it goes and all the sparks go. And I laugh. I'm like, that's what you get being a weenie. Like you're driving in a residential area. Like don't don't act like an ass. So the dip's probably a good thing. It is. It, it helps. Because some people see it and slow down, right? Um, yeah, I think, I, you know, I don't know how traffic engineering does their process. I, I think it's probably a big deal to put speed bumps in an area. I think they have to do uh, traffic surveys. Yeah. But they won't do that unless people in the community complain or raise their concerns. So people should absolutely call in, um, you know, if there's one problem location more than the other, we could concentrate on that. The city can concentrate. That's a non-emergency, correct? Yeah, well, it depends. I mean, if if uh, if you have a car, you know, driving crazy down the street, and there's lots of pedestrians or kids out in the street, that could be an emergency for sure. If you're just calling to report, you know, it happens on a nightly basis, and we would like it addressed. Non-emergency. That's the protocol for it. Yeah. What brings you out to Third Avenue the most currently? We go over this a lot every time you come in, but now, New Year. I work in this industry. It seems a little bit more savage. People are a little out there doing their thing. They're a little bit more reckless, a little bit more, ah. What have you guys been called out for more on Third Avenue or in any other busy places on in Chula Vista, like Broadway where there's more bars or whatever? Yeah, there's been a lot of fights lately. Mm. A lot of people not not getting along. Yeah, They have a great time inside these establishments. And then when it's closing time or it's time to go home, they, they run across somebody that uh, has a disagreement with them and they get down. Right. Uh, we had uh, one of your fellow business uh, here, uh, somebody point a gun at him last Yikes. week. Yeah. Heard all about that one. Yeah. We talked about that and uh, we did make an arrest on that. Um, we were in the right place at the right time. Helpful. That is an arrest worthy crime. Then pulling a gun on somebody is something not looked down upon. <laughs> yeah. That gets you sent to jail. That, Jeez, no, no, that's good, still arrestable man. for sure. Yeah. Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Yeah. So you know, that ruins your life. It, it was a, uh, that's a felony, right? It is, <laughs> you know, traumatic too, for those folks who were just basically saying, Hey, we're closed. Right? Yeah. You and, you know, and you know what? That's something that we do notice more. People are a little bit more on edge. You know, they got that little hair trigger finger that it's, they're ready to be set off and, and let you know, we notice that if we have more women working here and less like dudes working the door and this, the situation seems a little bit more agreeable for everybody. It's in more relaxed, you know, it's not as intimidating because we could easily have jujitsu guys working the door and you'll see them be like, Oh no. And then sometimes, Oh, I want to test this. See then test my metal against this guy. I feel like sometimes that increases a little bit of a, of a more violent atmosphere. How do you put Gus there? Black belt. Oh, Gus will put motherfuckers asleep and they won't even so, know. It's like, you don't want it with my VP. But yeah, man, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, I do notice a change, especially on the west side of Chilvis. So I don't know what goes on on the east side. Now, I mean, do you guys get called out and out for, for things out there on the east side? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Otay Ranch Mall keeps us busy. Is it like, what goes on at Otay Ranch Mall? Yeah. I, I would say like that mall, that's, they're kind of like the third avenue of the east side. Uh-huh. So they're awesome. They make everyone happy. Yeah. What's going on? All right. <laughs> People go to have a great time. Jeez. Uh, good restaurants there. <laughs> Next question on the Discord. This one comes from Oscar. When somebody has their record expunged, can you still see their record when you run their driver's license? So uh, when you run somebody's driver's license, you don't see any, anything other than their, their license status, whether their mm -hmm. license is 
current, valid, or suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't get a criminal record from a driver's license if that was the question. So if, if anything is expunged, it should be gone. That's, okay. that's the, Yeah, that's the purpose. All right. Senor Tony has a follow-up question. Should officers be held to the same legal standards as civilians when it comes to non-emergency driving in their vehicles? Should civilians just accept that rolling stops and speed limits only apply to them, or can these observed violations by officers in unmarked or marked vehicles be reported? Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we have to follow the rules of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times our officers are trying to get to a call. They're trying to get there quickly because you have somebody who's calling for help. Uh, we only turn on our lights and sirens when there is a life or death emergency. That's what allows us to drive with our lights and sirens, which allows us to go through, you know, um, traffic signals, red lights. Um, but if it's not a life or death emergency, but you have an active incident, you know, we do expect our officers to get there quickly. If that means they're, you know, don't come to a full complete stop at a stop sign. Hopefully they're doing it safely. Um, but they're trying to get, they're trying to help somebody. They're trying to get someplace, uh, for somebody who's calling for help, but we are required to follow the rules of the road. If a citizen has, concerns about officers driving, they can always call in and report it. That's why our, uh, the numbers they put on the cars are very big. So people can call and say, Hey, this is the car number I saw. All right. In, in that same regard, he says, why are patrol vehicles so difficult to recognize from afar? Fire trucks and ambulances can easily be seen and identified from a distance, but it seems like police vehicles are designed to see civilians before civilians can see them. Is this by design? Do we have some original questions for you? Uh, he's, or he's just thinking. Look at, look at. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I get okay. that question because when we were in like other parts of the world where I've been and you see the police, it's they're very flamboyant with their cars, man. It's like it's loud. It's like a neon color and like they're everything is just like, OK, cool. That's a police officer. So I get that. I've been chilling at a light because I am a law abiding citizen. And then I'll look over my shoulder. I'm like, oh, you said and then I look times. again. I'm like, oh, wait, that's a police officer's car. If I was being a weenie, I would have gotten caught, you know. But is there, is there a method to this madness? Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think he's correct. Ambulances and fire engines should be pretty easy to spot because they're ginormous, right? Uh, police cars. I don't know. I think for me, because every day of my life, when I pull in and out of the police department, I see a car behind me. I think cop cars are, are the easiest cars to spot. Um, but maybe that's just me because I see them all the time. Uh, I, I mean, I guess, you know, we, we're driving the Ford Explorers right now, I guess, Ford could have designed them to make us harder to see. I, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. That wasn't by design on them. Yeah. Horrible question. Next one. It could have been. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Senor Pablo Cacahuates asks, do you have to show your ID to an officer if he or she stops you or pulls you over and yet you haven't committed a crime? So there's, there's two different situations there. So if an officer stops you or an officer pulls you over. So if you're driving a car and officer pulls you over, yes, you have to show your ID. He pulled you over because you're violating the vehicle code. He can't turn his lights on and stop you if you're not violating the law or if he doesn't think you're violating the law. Let's say that. So when he comes to the window, he already knows what law is infracted and he's going to tell you the reason I pulled you over is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he should. Communication is important, right? Um, but uh, if you're just walking down the street and an officer stops to talk to you and say hello, uh, no, you don't have to show him your ID. You don't, you don't have to give him any information if you're not violating the law. And he should tell you if he thinks you are that you're not free to leave. But 
if he doesn't tell you that. Uh, I don't know, dude. YouTube always tells me that I don't have to do shit. <laughs> you, you, you whenever I see a video on YouTube that they say no. And then they say, if you're a bootlicker, you can, you can go ahead and give them your ID. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro. Well, it's funny. So someone replied directly to that. Uh, Maggie Brennan, not Maggie Brennan. Oh, nice. Uh, a cop tried to demand once that he look at my phone to prove if I had used it while driving. And I said, since it's my personal property, I'd like to see a warrant. He did not like that, but I was right though. He can't just take my phone. Was I in the wrong to say that or was he in the wrong to demand that in the first place? So I don't think anybody's wrong in that scenario. I think if you get stopped because they think you're talking on a phone, mm -hmm. if you want to avoid a ticket, you it's probably in your best interest to show them your phone to show, Hey, I wasn't making a phone call. Uh, but you don't have to show them uh, your phone. You can, okay. you can get the ticket. Damn, if I knew for a fact that me showing my phone log would get me out of a ticket, you better be like, burp, burp, there you go. You know, yeah. but with, uh, come on reality. Would that get me out of a ticket? Yeah. I really? mean, well, I mean, if he, you know, there's a, uh, the law says you can make phone calls if you're reporting an emergency. Uh, there are exceptions to that rule. So the officer should stop and ask, Hey, I saw you on your phone. You know, I was hungry. I was ordering pizza. What were you doing? Were you reporting an emergency? Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Was it an emergency pizza? I mean, I'm, I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> right. Uh, but if you, no, I, uh, I don't know. I, I just took my phone off my, my dash uh -huh. to, to charge it. I wasn't on it. I don't know. I, if Can I have well, my phone on the dash, like on those little holders and just kind of touch it on occasion? Be like, yeah. Okay, cool. You're here first. I'm going to say, listen to this clip of the podcast. Oyo said I can touch my phone and not be on it. Awesome. Well, I mean, at a certain point, you, I mean, I had that on the little holder, but if I'm like rerouting, going somewhere else or. Yeah. Cause what if that's what I was alluding to? Like, what if you're looking at maps and you're like, oh no, reroute, blah, 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 blah. So many rules. Even when your phone's wireless, you have to push a button to accept a call, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that thing is so fucking so dumb. Next um, question. Drew P. Misconception. <laughs> His or, name's the best. <laughs> I know. Misconception or true. The training approach to an officer is creating a culture of tribalism, an us against them mentality. Also, true or false, you have heard said this statement before in the force. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. I don't know that metaphor. What does that mean? I, I don't know. I'm assuming judged by 12 is some sort of jury. I, uh, I've, yeah, I don't know. I've heard, <laughs> that's the first time I've heard. But he was certain that we've all heard or said this statement before in the force. Well, okay. that was a question more for him though. Okay. Two part question. Yes. So the first part of that question is, uh, is the training creating an atmosphere of tribalism? Mm -hmm. So I think it used to, uh, absolutely. I think when we went through the police academy, it was very militaristic, similar to uh, a boot camp. It was kind of a warrior mentality, right? If, uh, if you're in a fight, you're going to win the fight. Um, you need to go home at night. Uh, law enforcement's changed, though. We've gone from a warrior mentality to a guardian mentality, right? I think the academies um, have shifted with with the current uh, culture, with the current state of where we're at, um, to give our officers the best uh, chance for success when they're dealing with folks um, out uh, doing the job. So I think, uh, I think, yeah, old school mentality. Yeah, I think it did. Um, Was that something that you went through personally? Uh, I mean, yeah, 20 years ago, sure. I went to the police academy here at Southwestern College. Uh, and I think, yeah, it was very militaristic. Uh, was that something of like a culture shock to you personally? Like, holy shit, this is how it's done? Or were you walking in expecting that? Knowing yeah, that? no, you know, so I, was, I wasn't in the military, so I didn't have um, the opportunity to, because, I mean, let's be honest, like uh, for anyone who's been in the, in the actual military, like uh, the Marine Corps, the police academy is, 
is not going to be very hard, right? I mean, the Marine Corps is pretty hardcore. Um, but uh, it, it is that sort of atmosphere for sure. Um, but that's, you know, uh, we've evolved uh, in, in that training atmosphere. And like I said, it's really more of a, a guardian mentality now. Uh, the second part of that question was uh, judged by 12 versus carried by six. Yeah. I have heard that before. The very first time I heard that was taking a gun off a kid. And I asked him why he had a gun. And he told me that I'd rather be uh, judged by 12 than carried by six. Oh, I get it. That's intense, bro. So carried by six means you're you're Paul bears. Paul bears. Yeah. Okay. 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 Fucking little, little kid dropping knowledge on us. Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah. I was a gangster. Uh, So yeah, I don't, I don't think that, I have heard that phrase. I don't think that's a, a law enforcement specific phrase because the first time I heard it was from a gang member. But he said on the force. I don't think he was like insinuating. Yeah, like no, no. I just say, I, yeah, I have heard that for sure. Next question, Caesar. <laughs> Mr. Kike says, I want to hear his answer, but we all know it's by design. I'm not going to leave that part out, Kike. I wanted to know what you're thinking. We're one of, if not the only country that has unmarked police vehicles are ones that aren't bright and easily recognized. I guess I could have included that earlier. We'll be editing this part out, I'm assuming. I don't know. I mean, just, <laughs> I guess it kind of falls in the same line. Yeah. It's not really by design. Next question. Right? Mr. Uh, let's come back to Mr. Drew P. again. <laughs> that one's just silly. Hang on. What types of personality tests do you take during the recruitment or promotion process? Do you think personality tests give a good insight to the candidates? Yeah. So when we, so going for a, uh, someone who's applying to become a police officer, uh, they go to a psychologist. Mm. A psychologist gives them, I don't know the name of the test. I'll be honest with you. I, I took it. There's like two different tests. One's like a 400 question test and you answer, you fill in little bubbles. And if you weren't crazy before you started, you feel crazy. When this you're is done. before you, this is for an application to be a part of the force. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to assume that that gives you some sort of personality profile. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know, but I'm assuming that's the purpose of it. Um, because I do know we send people that's part of the hiring process. They go to the psychologist and then they don't get past the process because they get weeded out. So that's something that's done by a third party that the police department or that the city basically um, contracts out for um, to basically say, Hey, uh, you know, are these people have the proper mindset, personality, character to be a, a police officer? So we do take those tests. I don't know what they're called. So I, the Wonderlick. It could be. Uh, is that for the NFL? That's for the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since Drew asked so many uh, serious questions, he had one silly one he'd like to throw in. I like to ask people to make a sound effect of a gun. Oh, Some do a pew pew. Others reenact a machine gun. Just curious to what sound Lieutenant Oils makes. Sound a gun makes. <laughs> so I think if I was going to tell a story, there you I, go. Was, I was standing on Third Avenue and I heard gunshots and I heard pop, pop, pop. Oh, damn. Shit. That hand, though. <laughs> that hand. And I put the hand, right? Bro. Yeah. Bro, is that NWA? Right <laughs> As an aside, my kids, one of their favorite police-related songs is KRS's one. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. How does that make you feel when these kids are out there singing these songs to you, bro? 
Does it matter? I mean, you grew up here in San Diego. You well, listened Ke to all Kevin the- Kevin tried to intimidate Ke him. Dude, I don't think Kevin knew you were coming in right now. Oh, no. Kevin. Did he know? Was, yeah. yeah he was playing all, easy. He fucked the police or something, right? He was sitting yeah. down there having a conversation. Uh -huh. Kevin went upstairs and then come downstairs and then just launches it. Well, he said he didn't do it on purpose. Mm. Does that bother police officers? Well, number like one, Number one, Kevin's a liar. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I grew up listening to NWA, right? That's like the, the music of my generation, mm -hmm. right? So but yeah, no, it doesn't bother us at all. He was actually singing along. I ain't gonna lie. A lot of people give you shit over. in your community, in your hood for growing up and being a police officer. No, no. I, well, um, I will tell you when I first became a police officer, one of my best, best friends asked me or breast. Go ahead. Why? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you said it. <laughs> you gave him the piercing look. I was, was, was going like, <laughs> to, I was going to insult you, but I'm going to say that. Go ahead. So, um, one of my best friends mm. uh, asked me, why do you want to be a, a police? So why would you want to be a cop? And I said, let me ask you a question. Would you want me to pull you over or somebody else that, that you don't know? And he said, carry on, sir. Yeah. I mean, that's a valid point, hey. man. So um, we need, we need folks from our neighborhoods to become members of the community. That's Along that line, yeah, go ahead. how does it look now? Do we have a lot of vacancies in the police force? Is it, do, are you hiring? We're always hiring. Yeah, waiting, still, huh? I'm waiting for more. I still ask you every time, and you always tell me the same. Applications from three punk ales. I mean, I've noticed. Oh, yeah. I've I, sent two your way, bro. What happened to those two applications? You tell me. No, I, I, I'm not privy to these 400 tests or 400 question tests. I think you pay too much, and yeah? they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave. Yeah. Well, they do make a lot of money here, not necessarily from the money we provide, but more so of the patrons and the tips that are lit. You know, crazy man Good for them. I guess I did want to throw this out because Tony asked a lot of questions and he did want us to include this statement. Please let him know that I really do appreciate the risk that officers put on the line to serve the city. I can't imagine that given most of our native emo community backgrounds, he'd be surprised by any of these questions. I just don't want him to feel like we all see the entire force as one created to oppress, but there's just some bad apples that really make it feel that way. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. I, I completely see that now. I mean, I know you, you, I didn't know police officers before. I know you, you are my police officer. And I always give this metaphor, the same thing. It's like, when you go to bank of America, the teller is bank of America. Mm -hmm. That's the person that represents the whole industry of banking. That teller, you go to a bar or a brewery, the person who's making you the drink, the first line that you see, that's the person who represents that bar or that brewery. And if I'm judging all officers on you, I'd be, I'd be content dealing with you on a daily basis, you know, but we won't. And we don't know who else is there. A daily breastless. Is that what you said? Yeah, you got <laughs> boobs on your mind, bro. That, You're driving you up to San Clemente okay. letter, dude. You You're going to go to the Dolly Parton. Hey, they're, they're tearing that down, right? Ah, that's been like a San five Onofre? year process. Yeah. It, it, but they've been talking about that. Is that operational? No, that hasn't been operational for about five years. Because it was a leak or some shit, right? Like, it was like yeah. some Homer Simpson type deal out there. <laughs> right? Uh, so, yeah. oh, Sector you? 12. Jesus Christ. Oh, I have a question. That's going to come in via pen 41, the degenerates in my work area. Here we go. Let's see if I can get it to work the first time. This thing always takes forever to load. You got this. I well, 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 here we go again. It's little Rob with the pen 41 questions of the week for Lieutenant oils. If you were to be in a movie, which police officer would you be and why? Second question. How many donuts do you typically eat during a shift? There it is. That little guy has a set of balls on him because he'll ask the most outlandish questions and he thinks he doesn't get any repercussion. Well, the joke's on him. I'm going to post a picture of little Rob 
and I'm going to put his fucking social media handle so everybody can reach out to him. He talks a lot of shit in these questions, bro. He really does. He really does. <laughs> Last time he called you uh, Kelly Rowland. He call, and, and you he, called you Beyonce. Yeah, man. Shit. He was trying to create this. Beyonce can't even carry a tune. Oh, question is shit. to you, sir. That's right. The question is to you, Oyos. Question. If you were a police officer in a movie, I'm going to assume that means which movie in which a police officer makes an appearance Ooh. in would you be more like? There's only one right answer. A Terminator? A Pac-Man? Uh, I don't know. Be Boys in the Hood? Though. Boys in the Hood? Police Academy? Maybe Denzel Training Day. Training Day? Yeah. Serpico. Serpico? There's a lot of them. There is a lot of good police movies. Heat. Mm -hmm. American Gangster? Go ahead. Yeah, Al Pacino, and he's a boss. Yeah, that's you. He's he's the guy. All right. All right. I like that. Yeah. I was a homicide sergeant for a while. Not sure if I've mentioned that before. I don't think you have. I don't think so either. Boom, see? New layer peeled. Tell me a little about this homicide detective lifestyle I used to live. Is it anything similar to El Pacino and Heat? I wish. Yeah? I wish. So boring is good in that line of work. Boring is good, yeah, for sure. Damn. Oh, man, you've seen some nasty things in your day. Okay, what's the second part of that question again? Donuts, dog. You know what? I'm going to tell you, I ate a donut last night. Yeah? (laughs) Jelly filled. Is there a spot that you guys go and hang out and have donuts at? No. No, it's wherever you are? Yeah. Yeah, you have it on your apps? Well, so what, what happened last night? Uh, two nights ago, uh, an officer, we had a party call about 55 underage kids. Ooh. We had to call 55 sets of parents to come pick them up. So, so you didn't let anybody leave? Not, not know that they're underage. Jeez. Underage and under the influence. What happens to the homeowner? There's a lot of liability in letting them go. Uh, the homeowner wasn't there. They were trespassing as well. Oh, they were squatting. Yeah. So the officer felt so bad because we had to deal with these kids in his beat. So he brought everybody donuts. It was a nice thing he did. Nice. Yeah. Good kid. So you guys eat a lot of donuts or is that just a common misconception? <laughs> it was, it's kind of a joke when people bring donuts, donuts or beer. What would you rather have? Obviously off the clock. Oh, it's because you don't have a donut bar. If you're at your police officers association, I've been in there. That's true. Would you rather your peeps drink inside your association as opposed to going out in public? Well, I think it's a place where they can go and, and uh, unwind. Be themselves, relax. relax yeah. Not have to worry about who's standing behind. Public them. perception. Sure. It's, it's not a good look. I mean, if you're in UPS and you're in your Browns, you're forbidden to go out and drink in public. That's why it's going to be pretty hard to find somebody, you know, who works at UPS who's out in there drinking. If you do, make sure you send us a call. There's, uh, there's a lot of uh, companies that do that, man. I talked to somebody last week from a pretty big restaurant group here where they would tell them, don't leave the restaurant and any of your merch and go drink in another establishment, which is a weird thing to say because in our industry, you like to see people supporting you. You like to know that other people are coming from such and such bar, such and such place. And these people were adamant about like, no, no, no. If you're going to step outside of this establishment, turn that shirt inside out, go get another shirt, put a sweater on and then go drink. And I was, I was very taken aback by that. Let's go to the Instagram questions. We do have a same similar oh. policy. Yeah. You well, I drink, mean, you don't drink in uniform. I once. Not well, let's, let's be honest, though. Go ahead. A lot of cops drinking on Third Avenue. I he don't look at me like I'm the one oh. fucking ratting. I'm. <laughs> I'll tell you this: a lot of detectives drink on Third Avenue. Not as uh, not necessarily police officers. We like to support local business. Yeah, you do. A, a lot of a lot of suit and ties from CVPD come and drink 
on Third Avenue. From the city of Chula Vista. It's it's not just, uh, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. I have a feeling this is like where this is where deals get done on Third Avenue, like handshake agreements. All right, I'll do this. Okay, we'll take care of that. Oh, we'll make that person disappear. I don't know what goes on. That's up to you guys. Well, you got a lot of people. <laughs> you got city council. Dude. You got the fire department. You got the police department. I mean, I, I, Nobody I'll never call things. and ask for anything, but it's always good to know. It's like, okay, if I do have a question, I can shoot oils at text. I can shoot Roberts a fucking text. Mm-hmm. You know, I can shoot certain people in city government a text. That makes me feel like, okay, cool. I, if I need like an answer, I might be able to get it. Robert's won't respond. He says that right now. Robert's never responds, yeah, he dude. Respond. He's out there making Ooh. commercials, preparing for his future mayoral candidacy. That guy's nuts. Busy guy. I won't vote for him. <laughs> Questions from Instagram. This one comes from T. Ray of the world famous tribal seeds. Are there some lames on the force? Foods that seem to have an agenda and are on a power trip. And if so, what do you do to extradite them? So the definition of lames is weenies. Weenies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I you know what? I think we have I think there's definitely, you know, our cops are human, and I do think you we have folks who uh whose whose temper mm. uh rises quicker than others, right? Who have less patience maybe than some of our other officers. Um I wouldn't say they have an agenda. I would think uh or I would say that um maybe they are uh a little more quick to put somebody in handcuffs. Yikes. A little more quick to put somebody in the back of a police car. Well, that's horrible. It's playing Russian roulette. I don't want to have that happen if I'm just like, you know, California stopping on well, a stop sign. No, I'm talking about people who are like committing crimes, mm. uh, who are out trying to do harm in our community. Um, but yeah, no, we, uh, I, we don't have anyone like that. They, they get weeded out pretty quick. How long have you been on the force? 21 years. Has a vast difference from 21 years ago to today? on that kind of scenario? Uh, Were there more weenies there in the past than there are now? Yeah. I mean, so I'll say, yeah, there was a lot of really tough supervisors mm-hmm. to work for. Right. And a lot of folks who, who were like, uh, grew up old school, again, militaristic. Uh, you know, I, I can remember being chewed out uh, as an officer by a Lieutenant or a Sergeant. That just doesn't happen today. You know, uh, I think uh, it's a, it's a change in culture. And I don't think it's, um, just for law enforcement. Oh no, for overall, sure. Overall, in right? general, I yeah. think 2022 is vastly different than even 2002. Yeah. You know, 1992, forget about it. Things are different. Even in the movies, you kind of sure. get to see it. Next question from Instagram. Why did he play so bad at the member guest tournament at the San Diego country club? This is brought to you by Albert L small teeth. Yeah. Is this true? Is this factual? Yeah. You said you were a nine handicap. <laughs> These, we ask the hard hitting questions here, Oyos. I think, I think the funny part of that question uh, is, had Albert not invited me to that tournament, Oof, go he, ahead. He probably would have been sent home after the first day. He's not good, really. Let's let's, let's fucking hole. let's put shit but into hey, perspective. Let me just say though, I mm-hmm. did appreciate the invite. He did bring me into his country club world. Mm. Albert's very fancy. Yeah, very fancy. And I had a great time playing with Albert. I love him, but and his small teeth. Oof. <laughs> you heard it here, Albert. You oh, can't you, play you golf, apparently. Adventures of uh, Francisco Gill asks, Aye. is the old myth really true? Is there a quota on the amount of tickets needed to be given out on a monthly basis? We've touched on this before. Touch on it again. Yeah, I could say that in one, so uh, our, a ticket book has like 25 citations in it. Okay. Ticket book. 
I think one a day. In, I think in 21 years, I've maybe completed one or two ticket books. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not a ticket cop and I've never been punished for it. There's no quota. Our, um, yeah, we talked about our motor officers. But yeah, those are, tra- you're not a traffic cop. Yeah, I'm not. No, the motor no, officers. Tra- motor like, officers. Yeah. How often do they go through a packet? Probably a ticket book a day. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's, I know I got my own one guy. Yeah. I saw him at the event. I saw him at the party. It's their only job. And right? I told you, I was like, that's the guy. That's him. And you're like, no, no, bro. You don't want to fuck with him. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> he was your hero. He saved you. Oh, I, no, not me. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know where not to speed anymore. You know, I've lived here all my life. So I know where all the quote unquote speed traps. That's a thing, right? I'm not fucking hallucinating and watching the same police officers in the same spots over and over and over. So if a police officer is in the same spot over and over and over, is it really a trap? Exactly. Right. But not to new, not, not to me, somebody who's been around a while, but a new dude, like I tell you, man, leaving work, I see so many weenies that are just like on my ass, like honking, hurry up. And I'm like, you idiot. You have no idea that over this fucking hill, there's two police officers just waiting. So I'll purposely go slow because I know what awaits for me on the other side. And then these guys will pass by me. They're flipping me off and like, hey, come on. And I just kind of like give them the old shruggeroo like, hey, sorry, bud. You don't like it. Go around me. Go faster. And they do. And then less than 30 seconds later, this dude is tough because he just walks into the middle of the road, puts up his hand and says, <laughs> points him over and they get pulled over. Sometimes I hawk and wave, you know, like, hey, you know, better luck next time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But they definitely go through a book a day, especially on that corner, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If somebody were to post up here on Davidson and third next to the brewery, maybe two books a day. Simply saying, simply saying something a little fun. Evelyn asks, chilaquiles, huevos rancheros, or chorizo con huevo. Ooh, uh, that's a hard hitting question I'm here for. Chorizo. Yeah. In a burrito form or just like that? Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. You're crazy, man. I have a comment here. The comment is, Oof. I don't know what that means, but the comment is simply oof. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's appreciated. <laughs> all right. I think that's all I have on the questions front, Doc. Yeah, we Jesus Christ, we went we, through that all easy. We, it, looked, it looked challenging at first, but uh, what you, would you feel the, the nature of the questions? Yeah. I mean, I think- I, I, You've heard it all before? Yeah. Huh? Well, after 21 years, and it's, a lot of those questions come from my friends and family, you know, the people who know me. And uh, so- yeah, it's uh, I'm happy to answer them though. If your son came up to you and said, I want to be a police officer, dad, what do you tell him? I would support him uh, with some reservations mm. um, because the, the job's been good to me. Uh, I, I've been very blessed in my career. Um, but I think as dads, we always you know want more for our kids. And uh, I, I wouldn't want him to be in a job that's, that puts him at so much risk. You know, I would support him 100%. Um, I'd have a lot of reservations. So. You've come across some pretty uh, tricky situations in your 20 plus year career. Yeah. Any that have ever made you go like, shit, man, how the fuck did I get out of that? Sure. Yeah. 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 That's crazy, man. 20 plus years. San Diego, you like to think of a very low key community. Chula Vista even more so, but shit pops off. Shit pops off quick. And there's really no like hiding around it when you're a police officer. Cause you are the guy that's there trying to make it go away. Trying to appease the situation. Ladies and gentlemen, David Oyo. 